son of a bitch. Hi, and welcome to Element Strength Podcast. I'm Daniel Lewis. And I'm Dustin Lewis, and we're here to talk to you about strength and fitness training. And I'm Josh Lewis. This is January 9th, 2016, podcast number one. You. Yep. All right, let's get into it. Um, our first topic is injury slash recovery. And uh, I don't know what injuries you've got, what you should do to work through them. We're going to kind of talk about what we've had for injuries and how we've kind of worked through them and what we've seen in the gym. Um, Dustin, what injuries have you had and how did you work through them? Uh, let's see here. I strained my, what I believe to be either, what a, which was a rotator cuff muscle. Uh-huh. Um, I strained it pretty badly enough to where I couldn't do any overhead work or any dips or any pushing whatsoever. How'd you strain it? I strained it doing a one-arm push-up. Hmm. Progressing too soon was why I strained it. <laughs> um, I just dropped the level of one arm that I, how low I was to the ground a little too soon. Should have done it for another couple weeks. Um, but anyway, I was hurt for about two months. I looked up various ways and read about how to rehabilitate a shoulder without getting surgery. And I thought I'd torn it at this time. And then... Mm-hmm. I got an MRI from a doctor and they told me that I just must have strained it pretty bad, be, strained it really bad. So I gave it a good two months, started doing re, um, like rotator cuff specific, just isolating the rotator cuff. There's a couple of specific movements you can do through body weight exercises, uh-huh. working with cables, working with dumbbells. Um, what are... Two or three of those exercises. Would you say scapular push-ups would be good? Um, no, scapular push-up would put too much stress on the shoulder girdle itself, so you wouldn't want to do those right away unless you were trying to learn how to reactivate the muscle mm-hmm. and also strengthen it because that's a strengthening exercise. It okay. does work your it does work your shoulders really mm-hmm. well, but it it puts stress on the rotator cuffs to strengthen them because it's a pretty good amount of stress. Uh-huh. Um, you'd want to do something light with like doing like face pulls with the cable machine, um, uh-huh. rowing, bending slightly over, rowing your elbows back and then pulling your fists up to about your ears. Yeah. Um, working those rotator cuff muscles with a very lightweight, like two pounds, three pounds, four pounds. Any body weight stuff that you suggest? Um, you could do body weight, um, body weight, uh, face pulls with a, set of rings i've done them myself um they are not meant for necessarily rehabilitation they're definitely a strengthening exercise because it definitely ending you're like ending your rehabilitation yeah you'd want to do those yeah those are those are a building exercise because it's pretty hard to the amount of leverage that you have that you need for an injured rotator cuff your body's leverage doesn't stay at a good point for a long enough time to actually get a workout from it. So you would want to do something like band resistance or cable mm-hmm. resistance, or like I said, like a dumbbell and a bench, mm-hmm. uh, doing specific exercises that way. Gotcha. And after you basically got through the rehabilitation phase of your shoulder, what did you start doing? Um, after I started doing that, I jumped straight back into the basics. Um, and working specifically for stability of my shoulders, uh, I did that for about, probably about honestly, like like two or three months. And what did you do? Uh, maybe not two or three months. Maybe about a month and a half to two months. Um, what I did was I just 
went straight to the basics was uh, just regular stability exercise working with bosus and swiss balls and doing basic military presses and push-ups on them and whatnot so uh-huh. it was pretty good definitely got me a lot stronger a lot quicker cool daniel what injuries have you had and how did you work through them well uh, one of the earliest injuries that i've had that i can think back on is a torn meniscus on my knee lateral meniscus i lost like 30 percent of my entire like cartilage there uh-huh after surgery and stuff. After surgery, you know, I did some physical therapy and stuff. But after that, when I was just kind of left, like, you know, the therapist said, oh, you're good to go and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I still had to be, you know, very conscious of it. Just because a physical therapist says, oh, hey, you're good to go, you know. And, um, I mean, you know, they'll give you the whole, like, you know, be careful, da, da, da. But you don't just, you shouldn't just stop um, strengthening it and being aware of it after you finish mm-hmm. your physical therapy sessions. Um, after that... Um, I wanted to continue doing sports. It was in high school. So I wanted to continue doing sports, but um, I couldn't do football anymore. So I was kind of wondering what the best exercise would be to rehabilitate my knee as my left knee. So I went to swimming. I'm like, okay, let's swimming. So I did water polo. That was the best decision I could have made to really rehabilitate my knee. Uh Swimming is such a good rehabilitation exercise for any kind of joint especially extremity joint yeah. mm-hmm. um, rehabilitation because you, you got that water movement. I mean, a cu- one cubic foot of water weighs like uh, what, 30 pounds. Yeah. And so that 30 pounds is swishing around whatever joint it is. Like, you know, you got one square foot of water around your foot, your knee, whatever. Uh-huh. You got that force moving against your knee and it's not impactful force. It's just, I'm not sure, visco- viscous force, you know what I mean, of the water, yeah. the thickness of the water. And so anyway, that... Doing that made my weak knee my stronger knee, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, that was I, I made such a awesome recovery by doing that. Um, another kind of injury I had it wasn't an injury, but I really strained my hamstring really bad by progressing a little quickly on my squats, uh-huh. and it was it was pretty gnarly. It was it was like it's almost it was almost as hard as a rock. One of yeah. the one of the this, my saving grace was a lacrosse ball. Mm-hmm. I um, grabbed mm-hmm. one of those the like really the minute it happened I had one in my backpack and I just whipped it out and basically sat on it with my, my hands down sitting on top of the ball with my hamstring and just kind of rolling it rolling it gradually putting more weight into it uh-huh. pushing off and being, I just kept doing it repeating it repeating I had to do it for like you know weeks yeah um, but that really really um, brought me out of that how mm-hmm. old were you when you got hurt in football and I, had to have surgery I was 15 and that was high school. That was high school. Yeah, that's kind of where I kind of I disagree with the whole football program for young kids because so many people get injured because <clears throat> coaches don't exercise proper precautions. And that's how I got hurt in football. I, I hurt my lower back in football. And then I screwed my knees up. Thank you, Marine Corps. And... What I, what I do for my lower back is I just have to constantly foam roll my legs and my ass um, and then use a softball for my lower back and a lacrosse ball for my upper back. If Doing that all the time keeps my back out of the, that sore window. Whenever I start getting sore, I just roll. Mm-hmm. And then after uh, I roll, it feels way better. 
Yeah, I completely agree with any rolling whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if you get a pizza dough roller and you're rolling your forearms. Yeah. Like any sort of rolling is really good for Another blood thing flow. you can do is uh, is use the barbell and use that as a roller. It's yeah. a great, great way to do it. All right. So we've kind of touched on uh, injury recovery. The uh, I just wanted to say one more thing about yeah. injury recovery. The proper formula for injury recovery is stretch, activate, strengthen. Just uh-huh. remember to do that. So stretch your muscle, learn to activate that new muscle that you just got scar tissue off of from stretching, yeah. and then strengthen it afterwards. And that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. All right, uh, moving on, let's uh, switch our topic to warm-ups. Uh, what warm-ups do you like to do and... Uh, I mean, some people go into the gym, they just freaking jump straight into the squats and don't do any type of warm-up. Do you think a warm-up's important? I saw a guy doing that yesterday at uh, Kennedy in Paso. <laughs> yeah. He was doing, he, he just immediately just laced his shoes up and got them tight and he jumped on the on the squat rack with like, like four plates on it. What? I know, I didn't, I didn't know what he was doing. And did he... Did I didn't him? see any warming up. But Wait, did, I wasn't like spying on him or anything. Did you but... see him squat? Huh? Did you see him squat? Yeah. And he squatted it. He squatted it. Like how many times? Uh, probably like two or three. And below parallel? About parallel. About parallel. Yeah. He just threw four plates on and just squatted it without warming up at all. He's like one of these big belly strong man guys, looked like. <sighs> he is pretty damn strong. But he just, no warm-up or anything, like, just jumped on it. Dude, I wonder if that guy can bend over properly. Probably not. His legs are probably so damn tight, they're, they're, oh. don't want to tear. Oh, that makes me cringe. <laughs> anyway, proper warm-ups. <laughs> so, so what's that guy you, not doing, right? Yeah. That guy needs to warm up. Mm-hmm. He needs to do five, ten minutes on a rowing machine or an elliptical... I, or just do some bodyweight freaking squats. <laughs> or yeah, something, it, something yeah, like that. Kettlebell swings. You know? Anything. Yeah, five minutes. You know? Do it. Like two two leg stretches. Stretch your quads, stretch your hams. Uh, and five minutes doing you know, four plates. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. Dude, I, I just can't imagine like how much pain that dude's in. Yeah. All right. Well, it's... For those of you who are, are interested, the proper warm-up for squats after you've done your initial warm-up is you should do two sets of five with just the bar, one set of five with 45s on each side, and then two sets of three with a little bit more weight progression up until your work sets. Um, and then depending on if you're at the beginning or novice level or whatever, you know, three sets of five, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is generally what you start out with. Um, and that's off of from what? Uh, oh, that's that's following Mark Ripito's program uh, from Starting Strength, and I believe you can look that up at startingstrength.com. Dude knows what the hell he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So warm ups, mm-hmm. Dustin. Um, what do you do for warm up? It depends on what day I'm doing. If I'm doing like conditioning, or if I'm doing like a leg day with core, or if I'm doing like chest and back. Uh-huh. But if I'm doing like a core cardio day or like a conditioning day <clears throat> where it's kind of a total body, 
I'll stretch my hips out. Definitely need to stretch my hips out. Um, I'll always loosen my shoulders up. I'll do kettlebell halos. Uh-huh. I'll do arm circles, stretch my chest out a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but I never really like to stretch out the muscles too much. So I'll do active stretching opposed to doing static stretching just to get the blood flow in there. Yeah, I kind of agree with uh, not stretching too much prior to working out because mm. you still do need a little bit of that elasticity maintained in your muscles. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, and that people that spend... Too much 15, 20 <laughs> minutes stretching out their muscles. Uh, sometimes if you're just starting, like just starting a beginner, you can you can do static stretching because you will be severely tight. Like before I knew I needed to stretch my hips, Yeah, I stretched my hips for a solid minute on each side because <laughs> they were so damn tight. Yeah, Just to get a proper squat because my I lower static, back would just arch. I static my quads and hamstrings um, and my hips. Just because of the amount of leg work you put in it. Yeah, because I'm squatting three times a week. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, yeah, you know know your body, you know. That's another thing, too, is, like, when you become accustomed to working out, you eventually know your body better than some trainer could tell you or someone, your brother could tell you or anything. Just because, like, it's your body and you know that if your legs are damn tight, you're going to know you need to stretch them out. Yeah, if you're sore um, and a good... A good way to get rid of that soreness is to roll, foam roll. Um, and then also, kind of moving into another topic regarding soreness, um, how sore do you think you should be before you say, ah, I better skip this workout? How sore should you be? Yeah. Enough to where when you flex that muscle, you can't squeeze it as tight as you normally do. So... Like yeah. when it starts, you squeeze it so tight it cramps. Got it. All right. Well, quickly, my my warm-up routine, uh, I, I like to do a 1,000 meters on the rowing machine. usually takes me four minutes or so. Um, and then I go and I stretch my quads 30 seconds or so, my hamstrings 30 seconds or so. I use the rubber band with my shoulders, and I do dislocations with my shoulders, about 25 reps. Um, and then I do... Uh, <clears throat> what is the scapular push-ups um, cat camel bird dog five each and then I do kettlebell swings and kettlebell snatches just like ten kettlebell swings five kettlebell snatches on each arm that gets me perfectly warmed up um, and it takes takes less than ten minutes mm-hmm. about it takes about ten minutes and I, and I start to sweat a little bit. And that's another thing. For your warm-up, you should be sweating a little bit. A little bit. You don't want to be drenching. No, you don't, you don't, <laughs> want, to be, you don't want to kick your own ass. the point of a warm-up is yeah. warm-up. Yeah, get warm. <laughs> get warm. Get warm, people. Don't kick your ass in like, a freaking warm-up. Uh, moving on. Uh, Do, knowing... well, just, just really quick. Yeah. If I could just say, just in, in simple, in short hand, warming up, it's important to have at least like something like five minutes of cardio body movement, like rowing, elliptical, bike, treadmill something like that and then mm-hmm. after that stretching typically what dustin was saying was body part body part specific to your workout uh-huh. plus a little bit of static for yeah. overall but typically body part specific yeah. well i mean no matter what you stretch what's tight you know what i mean if you have a if you're doing a chest and back day and your legs are super tight static stretch your legs beforehand so you can move better yeah and when I mean, I'm lifting common weight, sense, but not when right. I'm lifting yeah. any weights, no matter what I'm doing, I'm always doing warm up sets. Yeah. 
prior to my work sets. Yeah, if you're working with weights, hell, hell yeah. Yeah, you, you, have <laughs> yeah, to you better do that. wait. Better believe it. You don't just jump into doing a 300 pound squat like yeah. that one guy we were talking about earlier. <laughs> Speaking of a 300 pound squat, uh, let's move on to the next topic, which is <laughs> knowing when to stop. Yes. Right. So. That's always a great topic. You are struggling to get that 25th pull up. And in order to get it, you have to fishtail up the bar to get it. First of all... What are you saying? Anybody that knows how to do a pull-up knows that that's not a (laughs) (laughs) pull-up. So if you have to fishtail to get up the bar, period, jump on the rings, get on a row machine, start rowing before you can do a pull-up. Well, yeah. Um, or you get a get a band, a resistance band, and start doing pull-ups. My personal opinion on knowing when to stop is you should still have one rep left in the tank. You should not go to failure. My proper way That's of going is that when I start shaking on the way up. Yeah. Or if I'm shaking on the way down. Mm. If I just kept really good tension on that last one all the way up and uh-huh. on the way down I start shaking, then uh-huh. yeah, I'll, I'll know when to stop. Yeah. So I feel when I start shaking, that's when I start loosening up in my body in certain spots. Yeah, because once you start, once your form starts breaking down, I was just going to say, you, you're not getting the maximum yeah. benefit out mm-hmm. of that rep. Right. Um, so, and you, you start to tweak. That's when you get injured. Mm-hmm. That's when you stop. Speaking of injury, that's when you get injured. <laughs> <laughs> and that's well, when you stop. And you rest until you can continue on with your sets and your reps or your time. If you're your doing tabatas, strength training, doing. I'd say at least three to five minutes Absolutely. rest in between sets, at least. Absolutely. Especially if you're looking to increase your weight at a rapid rate. Yeah. Increase your weight or just, just increase your overall strength. You can do this in, in body weight training, too, increasing your strength. You're yeah. taking three to five minute rest when you're doing handstand push-ups. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're going to need to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my kind of cue as to when I should have stopped uh, a couple weeks ago but I didn't was that I uh, crapped my pants when <laughs> I was doing squats one muscle gave out it wasn't the core I remember you, you texted that to us you all totally crapped my pants and I was like oh really and you're like actually yes I'm like, what yeah, don't, yeah. I, what I always think personally about having to go to the bathroom and starting a workout just because you're in a time crunch is Take the time to use the restroom because well, the reason why is you're using you're using energy and you're, you're flexing muscles you don't normally flex during a workout when you are yeah, no holding kidding. something I, in. I, I That's why you don't hold your breath when you work out. I you know wasn't I mean? holding anything in. <laughs> I just I just, <laughs> sure you weren't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I I just you weren't holding back. You weren't saying no. Man. No. I mean. <laughs> It was, it was, it was the, what was it, the, during the holidays? No, I was just, I just had nachos the night before. Yeah, well, they were healthy nachos, but, but the beans got me. I normally don't eat beans. Beans and, have fiber. And the beans just happened to slay my underwear. That Jumping one. beans, yeah. <laughs> now the question is, did you finish your set? Yes. I, 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 I crapped my pants on the fourth rep and it was a five rep max. So I stood up and I was just like, doing it. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> Boom. Uh, fifth rep. I, 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 I would have done the same. Right I mean, there. the guy next to me heard, I heard, I heard it <laughs> through, your headphones. through my headphones, <laughs> the explosion. 
<laughs> so I know that people around me are what like, song oh, were you? What song? That, what day what, was what that? song was it? Oh, uh, it was "I Ate Green Berets for Breakfast" by Oh, Austrian so Death so Machine. it was really loud. <laughs> so awesome! It's a loud song. Yeah, it was no. awesome. I, I, I try and listen to that song every single time I do a Fiverr at Max Green Berets for Breakfast. Um, all right. Um, but anyway, that is a good point. Knowing when to stop. Knowing when to stop. And you, I was just just going on the form thing. For me, that's that was what I was going to say. Is like when you start sacrificing form, then you need to stop. Yeah, a lot of that's, people. The thing about that though is that people don't know good form. So, right, but, lot, especially but somebody first. If you're well out. aware of it, if you're well aware of <laughs> oh, yeah, it, and definitely. you know better, then that's worse. Yeah, yeah. then stop. And, and, don't be an idiot. And if you well, want to keep training. And sometimes I get a little eager. I mean, I'll, I'll confess. When I you're at the eager. novice level, um, you don't need a lot of reps. No, because you're gonna not. you're gonna progress in strength no matter what you do for a certain amount of time. Right. Yeah. So you can keep the reps low. That's why that's why Mark Ripito's program is three by five Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Is because you're going to have a progression no matter every every sing, every workout you're going to progress. And one thing I wanted to clarify on when I said you go up rapidly in weight, just specific for whoever's listening, it's not rapid weight each um, set of reps on one workout. You so you have a set weight, you work that out three sets of five, then you, the next time you go up is on your next workout day. So it's going up per day in this workout. You should definitely look it up just like Josh suggested. Uh, startingstrength.com is an awesome program. Um, you just got to stay consistent, just like anything else. All right, so uh, next up we've got the weekly conditioning workout. So Daniel weekly. and I did... Weekly. Daniel and I did a conditioning workout. It was good. It was awesome. At Morro Bay, California by The Rock. It was raining. We were working out. It was awesome. It was manly. Being monsters. Being monsters. Uh, so basically the workout went as so. Uh, we did, what did we do? Kettlebell. Presses. Presses. Kettlebell overhead presses. Five, five on each arm. arm. Five on each arm. Uh, then we did uh, jumps. What are those called? Uh, we just did like kind of squat jumps, uh, or almost like box jumps. Box, they were that's what they were. Box jumps. Uh, up on top on a of a, a log bench was a that bench. was like three feet so high. So we did five one arm overhead press with the kettlebell, five box jumps, ten push ups, twenty kettlebell swings, and that was a set. And we repeated well, that. For the record, I did five because I thought. Well, Daniel that was pushed it. out and did five push ups. Well, shut up. I thought that was, what <laughs> spo- that was what we were supposed to do. Anyway, uh, we did uh, six sets of that. Um, with 30 seconds of rest in between. It was a good, good little ass kicker. Um, Doesn't sound like much, but if you stay consistent with it, with only 30 seconds of rest between each yeah. set, I mean, And also, if your conditioning level is, is really good, just don't do not do any rest at all. Just blow straight through it. Um, and then we were going to do a little bit of rock running after that, but it was raining. We didn't want to slip and fall and smash our faces. So uh, that, that took about... What, 10 minutes to do that little conditioning workout? Yeah, 10 or like 15, yeah. Yeah, uh, good high intensity. Um, mm-hmm. And that little amount of time, get a lot out of that. Yeah, we started mm-hmm. to sweat our asses off. It was pretty good. In the cold, it was really I cold. I mean, granted, people looked at us like a bunch of idiots because we were out there and it was raining and cold as hell, but... Uh, we, were, we were wearing proper... That's what men do. They do dumb shit all the time, so... That's awesome. All right. For my conditioning workout this week, what I've been doing is... Um, 
Wait, what have I been doing? I did conditioning in my aerobics class actually this week. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do any other conditioning. I didn't want to. That class kicks my ass in. Yeah, aerobics definitely kicks. Yeah, your ass. it's what something. It's uh, it's it's all like calisthenics, body weight, and like body weight cardio exercises that are yeah. just like a whole bunch of different ones. I've actually been experimenting a lot with body weight cardio exercise. It's uh-huh. way better than running by any means. Um, even though running is a body weight exercise. Um, but anyway, like, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Mountain climbers, you know, like polymetric pushups, yeah. crazy squats, pulse squats, all kinds of stuff like that. But, um, one I've been typically doing is, uh, 10 pushups. Uh, actually usually start with pull-ups. I usually do what I do personally is five, five strict chest to bar pull-ups, 10 pushups, um, 10 kettlebell swings at my max kettlebell weight. And then, um, I do tricep extensions on the rings uh-huh. and then I do uh, ring curls body weight curls on the rings as well for the record the best fat slaying workout is a sprint in mm-hmm. my opinion what's the best kind of sprint on levels though? I'd say a hill sprint of 40 <laughs> yeah. yards mm. and you do 10 well I would start out doing 8 sprints with 10 seconds of rest in between each so basically, sprint the hill, jog back down, sprint the hill, jog back down. Do that eight times, um, and do that twice a week, and each week go up uh, one extra sprint. Mm. The best fat slaying thing for me has always been setting a solid fitness goal. I know I'm actually going to achieve, yeah. and just taking any way of getting it. <laughs> true, true, true. By any means necessary. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Training as hard as you possibly can. Planks, uh, extended planks I find to be actually a pretty good fat slayer. Um, oh, planks? Planks. And well, as soon as your body adapts to it, you'll have to do it differently. Right. But, you know, you, there's a lot, a, lot of really? a lot of different ways I've to do I've been using planks. a crap load I find results. And I've, my but shoulders have been getting really I, strong. I, from if if you, I think if you just use the biggest muscles in your body and just freaking... You can do like ten to twenty reps of that, of that, and and lace together like five to six exercises in a circuit, and just do those circuits. It's freaking killer. yeah, hitting your prime movers. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Thank you for listening. This has been a podcast from Element Strength. I'm Daniel Lewis. I am Dustin Lewis, and I'm Josh Lewis, and we'll catch you next time. Later. <laughs>